0: All right, welcome in Couch Guy Sports Podcast, episode number 205. Of course, on iTunes and Spotify, all the other podcast networks, couchguysports.com, of course, YouTube and the Twitch channel for the network as well. All the other podcasts, don't try to find us on Twitter because we're still suspended. (laughs) <laughs> um thanks quags really appreciate that's best that that's
1: the best thing ever that, that's still, great
0: <laughs> still suspended um but it's all right we're here again no quags i don't know why he's coming back it's just tbd on that one um whenever he wants to come back it is but we're here al what's going on bud not much i missed you last week it, it felt weird not doing the
1: podcast with you i'm not gonna lie did i not do this podcast last week too i thought i did this you, one no, I'm saying you did. I'm saying it felt weird for me not to be on it with you because oh, I was yeah, not yeah. on it with you. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, I'm le- definitely le- here.
0: Learn, learn like, words. Learn words, Jared. Come on right, now. No, Because I missed it. I wasn't in the triangle. I, it's fair. No, no, no.
1: You know, no. You know what it was? It's you were with Diego last week, so I
0: can understand that. Yeah. That would complicate things for me too. I get it. I was so starstruck by hosting a podcast with Diego for the first time ever. By the way. Uh, oh, don't that, don't don't pump his tires more than you need to. We talked you. Super League without you. It was great. That's that's Super fine. League. Yeah, it was great. It was a good time.
1: Which, which by, by the way, I heard that episode. You could talk soccer whenever you want with me. I just might not be able to contribute, but I'll talk soccer with you.
0: <laughs> that means I can't talk soccer with you if you can't you contribute.
1: Can. I, follow, I follow the revolution a little bit.
0: I'll, I'll just text Diego. It's fine. Uh, I,
1: I'm just, Hey, listen, I'm just giving you a way out.
0: It's fair. Okay. I wasn't on Friday into the triangle. I had my surgery. We're back. We're figuring it out. We're recovering. Uh, I won't get into the gory details because it's nasty. But we have a big week this week, y'all. We do. Wags is missing out because today we're recording Tuesday, April 27th. That means two days from now, Thursday, yeah. finally the Patriots will disappoint us and not trade up for a quarterback. let It's almost here, Al. It's almost it here. Um, for those of you on video, you see another beautiful face down there. His name is Cam. Uh, Cam,
2: how are you, bud? I'm, I'm good i'm happy to be here i want to i want to apologize in advance my internet connection is shoddy as hell so if i break up at all i apologize in advance but i'm happy to be here so cam is a member of the third long
0: podcast on the network patriots podcast as well he's, he's sitting at the cottages uh, up at the university of new hampshire anyone that knows the area knows why his wi-fi is shit um and so we'll just leave it there but uh cam is on it's draft week so we figure hey why not have the guy from the network talk to patriots all the time just talk to Patriots. Um, we're going to jump right in and then we can let Cam go and Al Al and I can go back and forth on a couple other topics. But, um, when it comes to the draft and this is stuff that it's amazing, as soon as Monday hit guys, like it was just, pitchers are going to do this. They're not going to do this. Oh wait, but the 49ers definitely don't want Jimmy G G anymore. They might trade him now. It's all all of a sudden Monday came and it's like, they were just waiting for Monday to news dump. Um, so I want to know Cam day tomorrow night. Well, not tomorrow, Thursday. Thursday night, is Jimmy Garoppolo going to be a member of the New England Patriots?
2: I think, I don't know about Thursday night, I think at some point Jimmy Garoppolo will be on the Patriots. I think it's been the worst kept secret of all time that the 49ers have wanted to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. They, they haven't wanted him from the start. They just They couldn't do what John Henry did with the Red Sox with Mookie Betts and lose all leverage in any sort of negotiation. That's what he couldn't do. So that's why they've been selling us for months and months and months that we're going to do, you know, we're going to do the Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes thing. We're going to do that. We're going to keep him, uh, finish out the contract, let the young guy develop for years. All, but it's all a load of garbage. They wanted to get rid of him from, from the start. And, you know, Shanahan's finally, finally letting it be somewhat known with the, what he what he said the other day about, who, I don't know who's going to be alive on Sunday and all that. It was the weirdest thing I've uh, ever heard. It was aggressive. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, yeah by the way,
1: by the way, Kim, didn't you slam me for that take on uh, your podcast, Take It or Leave It?
2: Oh, uh, which one? What, what take was that?
1: Uh, that one where I said Jimmy Garoppolo is going to end up be potentially end up being a Patriot.
2: I, I don't know if it was me because I've been – I've been iffy on Garoppolo as a player, um, just like as a quarterback. But I've, I've thought for a while that he would be on the Patriots. I think – I think Bill can kind of get him whenever he wants. I think everyone knows that. And I, everyone knows that the 49ers don't want him. And I don't think they could be any more obvious about it. So I think if I had to like rank what I think the most likely options for Patriots at quarterback are just like generally, I think it's Garoppolo one. I think it's Newton Stidham two. And I think it's draft like the first round draft pick three. There's a lot of
0: smoke but around I, the I, first round I, draft thing. Like, do we really think that's going to happen? Like I know Belichick like, oh, he, would, he normally doesn't spend in free agency. And he spent a boat ton of money this year, but like, he never trades up ever, ever. Does he trade up in the draft? And now you're telling him we are going to go from 15 to four or five or even 10 to draft Justin Fields, who apparently is going to slide now. Like, no, he's not but going to what, happen.
1: But when is he really needed to? That's the thing. You had the luxury of having a quarterback named, Oh, I don't know, Tom Brady in your system for who? 20 years. Yeah. That guy, exactly. That guy, that guy, exactly. exactly. That guy? That, that guy. exactly. But he was in your organization for 20 years. You didn't need to do it. Even in his later years, when he was 38, 39, 40, he was still putting up you know, NFL MVP-type numbers. So you didn't, need, you didn't feel the need to have to trade up to get a quarterback. You saw what happened with Cam Newton last year, and a lot of people are saying that he could be better going into 2021, which I agree with he could be. But still, if there's a better option out there, wouldn't you rather have it, considering with, like, if you have Jimmy G, you could have it for two, three, maybe four years at best? and then develop a young guy. I don't know. I mean, That's just me.
0: I mean, we've talked about this out. Like your, the Cam Newton contract proves that they're, it's not number option. Number one, like the incentive laden deal, like the fact that it's little money, they signed him really early. Cam Newton was the fish, the bait of the fish for free agency. Cam Newton was the, Hey, Hunter Henry, come this way. Like worst case scenario, you guys are all playing with Cam Newton and you all love Cam Newton. They don't want Cam Newton to be their quarterback. Um, like Jimmy Garoppolo I think would be fine on this team because it's built to win now. It's basically what he had in the 49 ers situation. Good run game, good offensive line, some good, decent weapon. Maybe trade for Julio Jones, apparently. I don't know. But, like – or you draft a good receiver. I don't want them to because I don't trust them to. But, like, you look at what this team is now, Jimmy Garoppolo makes them a contender again. Like, just based – if he stays healthy, that's a big if. But, like, I'd rather watch Jimmy Garoppolo, Cam, than Cam Newton.
2: Yeah, I 100% agree. I, I agree with you on the fact that when they signed Cam Newton, that was all just – because if, if Jarrett Stidham is your only quarterback on the roster, you're not getting, you know, Aguilar isn't necessarily the biggest fish in the world, but you're not getting Aguilar. You're not getting Hunter Henry. You're not getting Johnny Smith. If Stidham is the only guy on the roster, so you need Newton there. And in turn, going back to what you said before about it all being a smokescreen, like the Patriots trade rumors, I completely subscribe to that theory. We're hearing a lot today. Um, I guess them and Carolina have supposedly discussed number eight. And I, think, I think that's all BS. I think that's, Doesn't it just – and, again, it's tough to say this in this offseason because nothing Belichick has done this offseason is – it's like it's unlike anything he's ever done. But doesn't it seem like Belichick to drive up the price – or not the price, but make those quarterbacks more desirable at the top of the draft to push the better defensive players down the board just Mm -hmm. to get one of 15? Doesn't that seem like a Belichick type of move?
1: Micah Parsons. That's who they're going to end up with. I'm telling you right now, they stay 15. They're taking Parsons. I have convinced.
0: You know what they do? They're going to trade up and pick a defense. They're going to trade up to ten. Like everyone's complaining. Like they're gonna, they're saying, "Oh, they're going to trade up to ten, take a quarter. No, they're going to trade up to ten and take defense. Like they're going to trade up to get somebody, but it's going to be a defensive player.
2: You guys see? I think it was Chris Sims' mock draft that came up today. I had him trade up oh, like, nope, that was it disgusting. Paper. It was awful.
0: <laughs> he also Chris Sims also had Justin Fields going thirty second overall to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I don't like, think he would go that far. He, he, he's drinking some sort of Kool-Aid right there because that, is, that was quite the prediction, I must say. It was absolutely insane. And you look at – I look at Thursday as like, a, okay, you're going to know right away what kind of draft it's going to be depending on what Belichick does on Thursday. If he, takes, if he stays at 15, takes his pick, and we move on to day two, great. You're going to get a day two or three quarterback. He probably won't even make the team, um, and we're going to be on our way. Uh, it's going to be Cam Newton, Jarrett Stidham, and if you can get Jimmy Garoppolo, that replaces Cam Newton. And that's it. And that's kind of what we all, I think most people would have assumed that would have been the plan no matter what. But now it's actually coming to the point where their 49ers have basically said, yeah, we've got it down to two quarterbacks. We're taking a quarterback. And now he might, now Jimmy Garoppolo might be available. If if you're Belichick, you have to get Jimmy Garoppolo with the team you just put here in in New England. You have to get Jimmy Garoppolo because Cam Newton will not make this team look good. And now you're screwed again anyway. Um, but when you look at the second draft, so Cam, I wanna assume they don't take quarterback draft one, the round one. Cause I again we all think that's not gonna happen. They won't do it. Yep. I want names for round two. Because if you don't take a quarterback in round one, you bets be you better be taking a quarterback in round two. Because I don't care if what you think about Jared Siddham, you have Cam Newton. Even if you have Jimmy Garoppolo, who again is just a bridge guy for two, three years at this point. I need someone to play long term. Do you trust other quarterbacks in round two or three to potentially have that NFL talent, or is it really just this top five QB group and then really not worth anything else?
2: Sorry, you guys cut out there. Uh, Matt, oh. I repeat the last part of what you just said, Jared. I, I, yeah, <laughs> the cottage is Wi-Fi, baby.
0: Um, no, I want to know is it worth welcome, is, to Durham. <laughs> welcome to Durham baby uh do it, day one is the top five quarterback group the only really quarterbacks worth investing in for the future of a franchise or like some of these guys that are projected going day two day three um are they worth really as an investment for Bill or is it worth just to meet Garoppolo and and wait for next year if they don't go quarterback in round one
2: so I'm not gonna lie I I don't know a ton about any of the quarterbacks outside the top five but I don't want them to take any of the top five. Unless one magically slips to 15, I don't want them trading up to go get one. Um, but I, I want them to go defense in round one. And I think I think you kind of have to take one in round two or three, whether you have Garoppolo or not, because Newton, get him out of town. And then what my concern is that I think Bill is going to view anybody in round two or three the same as Jarrett Stidham. Yep. And I was the biggest Stidham fan in the world at the beginning of last year, last offseason. But he's, he, and granted, he hasn't gotten a full game to himself, you know, full game plan, whatever. But he's proven that he's not going to be the guy. And that's just, that's fact. And so I think my concern is that Bill is going to view anybody in second or third round and say, oh, well, we have that guy in Jared Stidham already. But I think, I think you have to take a shot eventually. Um, you can't just keep, you can't just keep punting on the quarterback situation. You, if you don't take one in round one, you have to take one in round two or three. You're drafting a quarterback this year. It's yeah. got to be the first couple rounds. Like, even if you don't take
0: yeah. a QB, like, yeah, you, you can't ignore it this year. Like, you desperately somehow got Cam Newton last year. Like, you should have – last year, not even joke. you should have been – you should have had a quarterback situation of Hoyer and Sinem. Like, you lucked out that Cam Newton didn't, didn't go anywhere else. And then he proved why he didn't. Cam Newton's not going to be that much better this year. Like, I don't know why everyone's like, oh, he had, didn't have an offseason and, you know, he had COVID. Like, I get that. But he still bounced balls 10 yards in front of guys. So it's, it's not like he just magic COVID magically took away his ability to throw a football. Like he never had it. He just lost it. So I would rather if Cam Newton really is, I mean, Cam Newton sounds like he's going to be the guy unless somehow they get Garoppolo, but I would almost rather you just play Stidham all 16, seven, actually I guess 17 games this year. I'd rather you play Stidham every game because I think at least he has the ability to throw the football. He just, he just sucks at making decisions. Like if you could put, not even joking, Cam, if you could put Stidham and Cam Newton together, you might have a decent quarterback. Yeah, keyword might. Keyword might. Well, yeah, it's all trap. It's all trash. Like it's it's not a good thing. But like, I'd rather put them two together. Like because you look at and it's just a joke because you look at like the Buccaneers are talking about in his reports today that like the Buccaneers are maybe looking at a quarterback in the first or second round. They're gonna throw it in your face of how well they've handled the Tom Brady situation. Like they they brought in Brandon, they built around him, they won a Super Bowl year one. They they re-signed him, they re-signed basically the entire team down in Tampa to go at it again. And yet they're still talking about the future. And now there's a chance that they could literally have Tom Brady, like you did put weapons around him and keep him happy. And on top of that, still draft the next guy that they might be willing to keep, be happy about before you even have your actual starting quarterback.
2: Like the Patriots, yeah, look it's, like it's absolute garbage. It's comical how bad Bill has handled the quarterback situation, because unless he does something and he drafts a guy, you know, on day two, um, Because they obviously, we they went through all of last season, Cam Newton falls into your lap. And then this offseason, there weren't a ton of great options out there, but, you know, Trubisky, Fitzpatrick, you know, Mariota, like there were guys out there. They weren't all pros, but there were guys out there that would have been an upgrade from Cam Newton, Jameis Winston. And now at this point, you're the last dog at the bowl. The only guys left are Minshew, um, Garoppolo, if you can trade for him, and then anybody in the draft. So there's – Pretty much nobody left, so you have no other option but to take someone in the in draft this year, I think. What do you think of Teddy Bridgewater?
0: It's a name that like, I'm still intrigued by, and especially as a bridge quarterback, like, because Carol- that Carolina rumor is out there, and it, keeps, it got flowed out today that apparently they're, they're, they're still throwing the idea of trading Stephon Gilmore up to trade up in the first round. I don't know if they'll actually do it. I don't really believe it, but like, if you're Carolina, do you take Stefan Gilmore on a $7 million contract and give up Teddy Bridgewater, which again, they know their guy is Sam Darnold now. They made that trade. If for the Patriots, I'd probably rather Teddy Teddy Bridgewater than Cam Newton. Like I'd rather yeah. have that. I'd rather have
2: that. Yeah, the only the only guys that I wouldn't consider instead of Cam Newton would be like like Garden and I, I would I would still take these guys over Cam Newton because I was gonna I always say the worst three quarterbacks in the league last year were Cam Newton, Carson Wentz, and Drew Locke. And I would take Drew Locke and Carson Wentz seven days of the week over Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I would mm-hmm. think pretty much anybody was outside of, like, Dwayne Haskins. I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Are you Carson Wentz guy? Now I'm going to get this on the record.
2: <laughs> um, so this is actually funny. This is one of, like, the longest beefs we ever had on Take It Early, going back to, like, our radio days before the podcast. Um, because Dom is the biggest Cowboys fan in the world, and Jack and I were always on the Carson Wentz train. Uh-huh. But in the middle of last year, we had to, we had to jump ship on that one. <laughs> so I'm I'm not as much of a Carson. I like I would take Carson Wentz if my option is him or Cam Newton. But generally speaking, I'm iffy on him.
0: Yeah, I think he's gonna do well in Indy. Change of scenery. I,
1: I do too.
0: New team, a team ready to win. They just need a quarterback. Like Phil yeah, exactly. Burris did fine last year, but he's not a winner. So like, he just and now you you. I mean, how the heck do you pivot from Andrew Luck just saying I'm out like bye, and then. It's not a bad way to pivot. I think Carson Wentz to be just fine. But uh, before we I let think, you go, I think
2: he's good. I think Carson Wentz is good in the perfect situation. And I think he might have that in Indy where a might team won't it. be reliant upon him. But if he has to be the leader of that team, then I'm, I'm kinda out. That's fair. I mean you and, you and look you have like um
0: you have guys like TY going back and, and you guys you, you have a presence there that he doesn't need to be the guy and in Philly is a coach that was up his ass all the time and was kind of a dick so so that doesn't help his cause it seems like Carson Wentz is kind of a soft dude but like can play football um typical I guess quarterback at that age but um I'm intrigued by what what happens this week I'm intrigued to see what happens moving forward one thing I want to ask before we kind of get off the Patriots here is the Julio Jones thing um Apparently, that he's up for grabs if someone wants him. Apparently, the Patriots are interested because apparently the Patriots are always interested in everything. Um, uh-huh. is, that, is that them throwing their name in the hat for the fun of it? Or are they legitimately call, calling on Julio Jones now too all of a sudden? And again, if they are, like I genuinely think they made the call and that, that's what their name's out there. But like, could you imagine if Julio Jones is now a Patriot, they went after all these weapons, spent all this money, and they did it after Tom Brady was here. They didn't do any of this before.
2: I, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of out on Julio Jones. Like, and granted, in the NFL, the cap is crap. You can you can move money around however you want. You can make it work no matter what. But you know, paying a guy what's he making? Close to twenty million dollars a year. That's a lot. And I think you don't you don't necessarily need a number one wide receiver like that to win a Super Bowl. Like, uh, you know, going back the last few years, you know, the the best wide receiver to win a Super Bowl is what Tyree Kill. Like, I don't know. It, it's been proven time and time again that you don't need a guy like that. Um. So, I don't know. I'm kind of out on the Julio Jones thing. I think they probably made the call, but I don't, I don't necessarily see it going anywhere.
1: Especially because he's older, he's injury prone. Like, you just don't need that around. Like, see if there's a receiver maybe you can trade for, draft later on the later rounds. But you, you don't need Julio Jones. And I was the first to be like – Do they need a receiver? I
0: could use a number one receiver. Could Get like, yourself a number one receiver. Do you need one, though? You got two – pretty much two number one tight ends. You do have
1: two number one tight ends, but wouldn't it also help to have a number one receiver as well if you can fit it into the system? I mean, yeah.
0: I mean, I think ideally, if you are finding a number one, it's in the draft. But I don't trust be. Bill to draft. Or, I don't trust Bill to draft a receiver.
1: What do you trust him to not do more? Draft a quarterback or draft a receiver first round?
0: I wait. Hold on. Which that's Which one
1: is? It, sorry, which one is he more likely not to draft in the first round?
0: Oh, receiver. Actually, no, that's a lie. Quarterback. He just, he's drafted a receiver in the first round. Nikhil Harry. Cam, you see how he just tr- he changed his
1: answer? Like there, flip flop just like no, that. He doesn't. I don't trust.
0: I don't trust him to draft a quarterback. It doesn't mean he won't a draft a receiver. I don't look. Like, Nikhil Harry bust. Don't. I don't trust him to draft a receiver in the draft at all. When, when's the last time Belichick hit on a receiver? This is true. He hasn't really hit that at much at on Not even just in the so. first round. Like Jacoby, Jacoby
2: Myers was he undrafted?
0: He was undrafted. Yeah. Julian Edelman was drafted
2: settlement seventh round i don't know seventh
0: <laughs> round like just randomly and it wasn't meant to be a receiver he drafted him as a special yeah. teams guy he's like he looks like a fun dude let's just put him on he, special he teams.
2: Tried to the, he tried to do the same thing with danny etling they converted him to a wide receiver in atlanta
0: <laughs> exactly yeah like there's no I, I i'd rather him just i trust him more i believe he there's a better chance of him drafting a quarterback in the first round than him actually hitting on a receiver in the draft total at all it's crazy um yeah. all right kim We'll let you go. Are the Patriots drafted a quarterback on Thursday in the
2: first round? Uh, no, not on Thursday. Round, Thursday. round two and three, I think so.
0: They go, yeah. they go on defense Thursday?
2: Yeah, I think – I want them to go defense. I think they'll go defense front seven. I think that's – obviously, cor- having, having that franchise quarterback is the best way to win a Super Bowl. But I think if you don't have that, the next best way is to get a game manager and load up the defense, and that's kind of what I want them to do.
0: I do like the Michael Parsons ideal. That'd be pretty.
2: Front seven, front seven at pick number fifteen.
0: Need some, need some, need some depth. High Tower's not playing much longer. You know, you don't know what you're gonna get from Vanoy. Welcome back, though, buddy. Yep. Welcome back. Arkham, um, we appreciate it. Take Thanks, it to Ken. the podcast. Take it all out. You know, all that good stuff. UNH Wildcat. Yep. Turn twenty-one tomorrow. To you. know. Turn twenty-one tomorrow. So good luck with that. Yep. <laughs> yeah have fun with that yeah,
2: well i we'll can <laughs> see how see how i lasted
0: <laughs> oh my goodness all right camp shout out your twitter handle as well i don't know off the top of my head uh so people can follow you
2: at underscore beal underscore
0: okay if he tweets after tomorrow you know he he's alive <laughs> <laughs> at UNH you never know what's gonna happen are the bars oh, open up right there right now are they're open they're yeah. open right
2: they are open uh, we'll, we'll see we'll see if I make it down there this weekend
0: yeah you probably will you you can't say no to that uh all right Kim. we appreciate it but uh enjoy the rest of your night and we uh enjoy the draft this week
2: will do thanks for having me on guys
0: see you Kim. oh man why did my zoom just go full screen <clears throat> on me see, I don't what know are you? what is he doing out- tonight
1: I don't know. Shout out to Cam Beal, though, for joining us tonight. Great guest. Check out both of his podcasts, Take It or Leave It, and Third Long, which will be making a return very soon for those that have been waiting for new episodes. They're going to be coming out with them very soon. So be on the lookout for that.
0: You know who's Cam? Cam was brought to you by, Al.
1: Who was it brought to us by, Jared?
0: You know those good friends who take care of me and you.
1: Would it be our good friends at Manscaped? Yeah, you got it. All right. The flowers are blooming, the grass is growing and it's time to chop the weeds. Thanks to our sponsors at Manscaped. You can trim your holes safely and efficiently. I'm talking about ball trimmers. Oh. Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below the waist grooming have an exclusive offer for our audience. Use code couch 20 to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Join the, t- the other 2 million men who trust Manscaped. They are here to make sure you are trimmed and smelling nice after all. It's time for some spring cleaning, Jared. Got to make sure you're always clean at this time of year. Spring is sprung, and Manscaped has the best tools to get you ready. Manscaped are the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming and have forever changed the grooming game with their amazing products. They are here to help with your above-the-waist holes, too. Have you ever heard of the Weed Whacker, Jared? Yes, it's a great product. I have one. It is. I do, too. It is a nose and ear hair trimmer that provides proprietary skin safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. No more gross nose hair that's flying in the wind, because that's just flat out disgusting. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor powered 360 degree rotary dual blade system. Manscaped is making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene. Speaking of incredible hygiene, Manscaped has formulations to keep you fresh. And ready for everything that comes your way all day. The Crop preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. It's starting to get hot outside, and this is crucial so your balls stop sticking to your leg. That's legit the worst. You'll also find the Crop Reviver, a spray-on toner for your balls, which will keep you smelling fresh down there, just like spring flowers. Speaking of smelling fresh, complete your grooming game this spring with the newly refined Cologne Signature Scent by Manscape. This stuff is legit and will have you smelling like royalty. The Cologne, by the way, and I've shown it before, this cologne is legit. It's light, approachable, and gentlemanly in all the right ways. There'll be the talk of the next quarantine hang. Hopefully, we never have another quarantine like that again. Smell good and feel good this spring. Get 20% off with the code couchguy20 at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Again, 20% off, free shipping with the code couchguy20 at manscaped.com. 20% off, free shipping, couchguy20, manscaped.com. It's spring cleaning, baby, and your balls are going to thank you.
0: We had breaking news while we were talking to Kim. We did. It's kind of a big deal. Go ahead. Bobby Dahlbeck hit his first homer. Yes. Yes, he did. Bobby Dahlbeck, on the board, finally hit his first ding-dong, got to ride the cart. That's a big deal. He had a crock. Oh, that's my alarm.
1: It's okay.
0: Oh, it's my uh my my medication alarm. Gotta stay on the pain meds. Ooh, gotta stay on the pain meds. Um that's that's the first trip in the cart. It's a big deal. He was a spring training legend when it came to the dongs. He uh that's why they're winning against the Mets right now, currently, two one, as we record this. But that's a big deal. That is worth breaking news. That is a big deal. Bobby Dalback off the snide, in the lineup, hitting dingers hope the hopefully that opens the funk gates out cuz we know he can hit the crap out of the ball
1: he can bobby Dalbeck has been squaring everything up he's like 9 for 10 in this last 10 at bats with a double triple and a yeah, home yeah he's run.
0: clearly com- more comfortable at the plate lately he's he's figured yeah. it out
1: he's seeing the ball really really well
0: mm-hmm. okay um celtics so honestly, one thing about the celtics oh, as they gosh. play the, they, they play the freaking I don't know who they playing? Today, the Thunder. They're,
1: yeah, they're playing the. Thunder they're destined for the
0: playing game. I'm not even like going to talk about that. They're going to play the stupid playing game and lose. But Robert Williams' injury. Apparently, he's close and supposed to be coming back. But I want to ask you just a big picture, of Robert Williams question. Time Lord. For those of you who don't know his real name, it's Time Lord. Um, without Robert Williams, does this team even have a chance? Like, is that is is he that important at this point with this team? Yes if Robert Williams isn't healthy or isn't playing consistently going into the playoffs, they're screwed, right? Yes, because
1: he's a presence down low. He's athletic. He can cover the best centers in the NBA. And he's a guy that kind of gives you a spark on defense. No, I I mean, this is a guy that you need in your lineup every single night. Yes, yes, yes. hundred percent. So yes, I'm just going to answer it straight up. Yes. You need Robert Williams in your lineup. He needs to be playing excuse me, he needs to be playing at least 30 to 35 minutes a night. You need him in your starting lineup, plain and simple. Okay.
0: I agree with you. I think this team needs a lot more help than Robert Williams. Um, but I also think this team has been stating since day one they're not, and Brad Stevens has been the charger of this. It's we don't care about our seed. We need to be healthy going into the playoffs. And you've seen it. Brown hasn't played consistently. He's been in and out. Tatum's not playing tonight. Kemba's still on management, and he will be to the playoffs um, Evan Fournier is just getting back from being on the COVID list. Uh, you have consistently guys in your normal rotation who aren't playing all the time. When all these guys play together, I'm still going to preach this when they play together, the whole lineup's in. This team's dangerous, like they're a good basketball team. Um, so if you can give me On a playoff consistent basis of Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Robert Williams, Marcus Smart starting lineup. You have Evan Fournier coming off the bench, Tristan Thompson coming off the bench or starting. You can flip-flop those, but really probably Tristan Thompson coming off the bench. Um, Romeo Langford and like one more player. Peyton Pritchard. Peyton Pritchard. Excuse me. I forgot about Peyton Pritchard. Those nine. If you can play those nine players and leave everybody out of the game, I don't care about semi. I don't care about Grant Williams. Just those nine players. That is a pretty dangerous team. That can do some damage. Now, can they beat Brooklyn in a seven-game series? Probably no. not. No. But can they at least not make? Can they at least get through a round and, and have a decent second? I think you could win a couple games against Brooklyn. now that's not that's not an achievement. I don't want to give them credit for that because they were in the Eastern Conference Finals the last couple of years. Like, I want them to win a damn title.
1: It, it, you could get by the first round depending on your matchup, because if you get obviously
0: or if you're the four if you're the four seed, hundred percent. If you can pull that if, off,
1: if if, if you're the four seed, you should be able to. If you're the fourth seed, you should be able to pull off a first-round victory. Plain and simple. Whether you're playing Charlotte, whether you're playing Atlanta, the Knicks. The Knicks have been playing really well lately. I think you should beat, you should beat those teams. I know. It, it's, it's weird to, to think about the in Knicks 2021.
0: The,
1: the Knicks, Knicks are good. The Knicks are
0: really good. Julius Randle looks amazing. That Tom Thibodeau, man. Working that, working that angry man magic. It's a beautiful thing. He, he, he looks amazing, which credit you to know him. I saw, you know Stephen you know, Steve, Iceman, the wonderful Stephen Iceman. Of course, he's he's a hardcore honk Knicks fan. Always will be. Mm -hmm. He made a statement a while ago saying, like, if the Knicks were good, Durant and Kyrie will regret not signing with them. He doubled down on that today or yesterday, whenever it was. He basically said, unless the Knicks, unless the Nets go to the finals and win, which realistic possibility, right? They're a contender. Unless they go win the NBA title, the Knicks are a better story, and the Knicks will get the headlines because the New York Knicks. And they played MSG, and they're the they're the marquee basketball team in the city. And I agree with them. I know, and it's, it's it it's it's crazy to think about, isn't it?
1: That MSG is going to actually have some home playoff games now. But kind of going back to the original question you had, Jared. Again, I'm going to double down on this. It all depends on the matchup, because if you get the Knicks or the Hornets or whatever in the first round, fine. But if you get Milwaukee, well,
0: that's if you're a series in seven or eight seed. My God, you're screwed. Uh,
1: Oh, if you get the seven seed, and if you get the seven or eight, and you're playing Brooklyn one of those two, you're losing in five. Plain and simple. You maybe win one game, you're losing in five. Philly, I think you lose in six this year. Yeah, I you, think, you, have
0: a better, you have a better chance of beating Philly this year than you do Brooklyn.
1: Absolutely, but Philly is good. Who's gonna, Who are the Celtics going to use to stop Joel Embiid? They have nobody to stop him. Yeah, maybe no. Robert Williams. That's it. And I can
0: see Tristan Thompson just bodying them up, but like, look, they have a better coach. That's the downside of it. Doc Rose is their coach. They're gonna win. I think I think the Sixers are gonna win the title. Like, I legitimately think the Sixers are gonna go win the title because they have a legitimate coach and the Lakers aren't completely healthy and they won't be like I think this Sixers is the year to a shot.
1: This is the year to do it if you're Philly. You have all the cards in the right direction. And if Brooklyn gets knocked out before you get to oh. Eastern Conference Finals, that's, yeah. that should be a gimme.
0: You know who I want? You know my my ideal NBA Finals matchup? Let me hear it. Philadelphia 76ers, Phoenix Suns.
1: That's actually kind of pre- – that's pretty good.
0: Give me Devin Booker and then Chris Paul in the NBA Finals. That Has Chris Paul pretty- played the Finals? He's never been in the NBA Finals.
1: I don't think he's made it to, like, the second round. Like, Maybe once. Like he's best
0: team he's probably ever had. Like-
1: I, I, I saw a stat that said, like, every team Chris Paul is on, that team just gets better. Like their winning percentage goes up by a. He's
0: time. a good player. Just people forget. Like Chris Paul is very good. Like he just needs a title, man. And Devin Booker. Whoo, God, I love Devin Booker, man. He's fun to watch. Um, he crapped his pants though in the Garden when they played the Celtics when they beat them the other night.
1: That's true.
0: Celtics played well that night. night. Yeah, see, the Celtics can play well. That's the thing; they can they beat the second best team in the NBA, but they can't yes. beat the Charlotte Hornets. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Um. Oh. Do we, do we want to talk more Patriots? Is there anything else you really want to talk about? Because, like,
1: nah, I, I think we're good.
0: I wanted to talk with Cam. That was the goal tonight. Give me some draft talk. Look, Patriots, I'm, gonna be, I'm probably going to be pissed whatever they do. Because all I want them to do is trade up for a damn quarterback, and they're not going to do it. I know. Like, I'm not with Cam on this one. Like, I want them to trade up for Justin Fields or whoever's there. Like, I don't care. Make an effort. Because you've sucked at the quarterback position since Bray left. And I know it was only a year. You're not magically going to find someone in the third or sixth round again and pick whatever. Like you're not, you're not going to find that. You have five quarterbacks right now that all legitimately could be the franchise guy. And if, what if, what happens if, if the 49ers don't pick Mac Jones at three, like they're supposedly going to do, you could, you could have Mac Jones slide to you. Who would be even better? Like, I think Mac Jones is better than Justin Fields. I've been saying that since day one and, they, and he fits Patriots more than Josh Fields, uh, Justin Fields does. Right. The fact that, I don't know, it lines up too perfectly. The fact that they came out the report came out today saying that the 49ers were were focusing in on Trey Lance and Mac Jones at the third overall pick. It just line is lining up for Justin Fields to end up in New England. We're going to see.
1: It is. It's lining up for just it's lining up for Justin Fields to end up in New England.
0: It's Al got some of that new UNH, UNH, UNH Wi-Fi. Yeah. Al got some of that Durham University of New Hampshire cottages. Wi-Fi. Yeah, Cam left. Cam left his mark on this show.
1: I, I don't know if this is gonna happen. Let's
0: just mute him. I don't think oh. it even worked. I didn't even get to mute him. It didn't work. Alright. We're gonna end the show. Couch Guy Sports Podcast, episode 205 the broken Wi-Fi edition of the Couch Guy Sports podcast, apparently. But it's all right. We got our content in. Hopefully the Patriots go well. I don't know what I was going to say. It doesn't matter. Don't forget, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify. It's the pain med alarm. Uh, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Al's back. We're ending the show anyway. It's fine. Uh, iTunes, couchguysports.com. The store. Check out the store, Check Couch out the sports. store, uh, couchguysports.com. All the merch, it's good stuff. Again, episode 205 in the books, the broken Wi-Fi edition of Couch Guy Sports Podcast. Did Uh, you mention the Twitch stream, by the way?
1: Did you mention the NFL Twitch
0: stream? Yeah, the Twitch stream. Has that been officially? Have we announced that yet?
1: We're announcing it right now. NFL Draft Stream, Thursday, April 29th, uh, 7.30. How are you going live? 7.30. 7.30.
0: 730, 730, We got a live Twitch stream, a bunch of Couch Guy guys going at it. NFL stream, we're going to live react. To all the mm-hmm. stuff that's going on in the draft, so screw the NFL Network coverage, screw all that stuff. You can watch both, draft on, Twitch channel on, get our takes. It'd be fun. I might hop in. We are going to see what you happens. Should, you should, out. you should. We're gonna see. I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna want to hop in because I'm gonna be pissed that they trade down out of the first round. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, and if if they, if, they do, if if they do that, I'm coming. I, I got
1: you. I got you on the Zoom link.
0: I got you. I'm coming hard. Right. Send me the Zoom link. I'm gonna be prepared. All right. I got you. you uh, guys, sports podcast two hundred five. and I'll be back next week talking god knows what we'll find out on thursday what we'll be talking about yes we will. Uh, until then right if you subscribe all that good stuff thanks again for cam for coming on and uh we'll talk to you next week see you guys oh wait shit <laughs>